Hey guys, welcome back to Champagne and, and Sweatpants. Sweatpants. You have uh, Melanie and Melinda, or Melinda and Melanie, however, however you prefer. Um, and our episode six, dang, really? six. episode six, we are going to talk about the sandwich generation. Big topic. Sandwiching. It's not what you think. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nearly as fun as what you it, think. It's not that at all, guys. No, I read this. I read this article about the sandwich generation, right? And that is the people who are um, living with parents who they have to care for and children who they have to care for. Therefore, sandwiched in the be middle between two generations requiring care yes and doing a lot of that care and i just thought that was really interesting i am not there i am not a part of the sandwich generation but i know a lot of people that are and a lot of people are there i'm also not there yet yeah but it is something i've started to realize is coming okay um and it is something that I, I know other people deal with yeah i mean i have friends who definitely deal with it and Absolutely. so and so it, it raised you know it made me start to think about you know like my parents and what their plans are and yeah. you know how self-sufficient they are and you know thankfully my mom is like my mom's got a plan like Good. she is not she's not playing games with anyone she's like this is what I'm doing for retirement this is where I plan to live this is where I plan to be and again you know I'm not saying that it's foolproof right like of best best laid plans but it's it's good to know that she has a plan where I think a lot of parents didn't or don't. I think you're right. A lot of people didn't or don't. Um, I'm lucky that my parents also have a plan. I know most of the details of their plan, but my in-laws, for example, whatever their plan is, they haven't shared with us. Right. So we really don't know. Yeah what their thoughts are about that. And they, they refuse to share with us. Yeah. And the question is, yeah, are you their plan? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you kind of need to know. And I, and it's interesting because I, you know, I just said to you a few minutes ago, like, I don't know if it's, you know, cultural or if it's socioeconomic, like, you know, people, a lot of parents really do come from the place of I, I borned you. Yes. You, I, you owe me. Yeah. You will take care of me. You will, I will, you know, you will do whatever you need to do. And I'm just wondering where people stand on that because I feel like my parents don't have that. My parents never, I feel like my parents never really put that, that burden on me. By the way, today we're braless in sweatpants <laughs> because I don't care and I'm not playing that game. And sometimes a bitch needs to not wear a bra. So that's sometimes. where I'm at. Sometimes. So I feel like I'm at best, I'm in my best possible position to have this conversation today <laughs> because, because we are free up in this mother. So and here I am still all buttoned up because I'm not quite sandwiched, but I'm getting there. Why are you so damn fancy with your bra? Oh, I know. How dare I wear and a your bra twill. and real pants. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the sandwich generation is is a real thing and um i can't help but wonder if some of it has to do with the fact that we have women having children at older ages yes because now your parents are older you're older and you're having children so now you've almost put yourself in that situation right which yeah. listen is a gift and carries with it many blessings 
But I do think there's probably more conversation now about the sandwich generation than maybe there was 40 some odd years ago For when sure. I was born. And most of the women in my mom's generation were becoming moms in their 20s right. and in their earlier 20s. Right. Um, I know my mother-in-law is only 20 or 21 years older than my husband. Yeah. So that's very different than, say, one of my closest friends who is 40 years older than her son. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to find myself in that space, you know, if it ever happens for me. But uh, it's interesting because when you think about it, right, I, I think a lot of people their parents are only like 20 or 30 years older than them. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, you know, in, in more recent years, you're, yeah, you're, by the time you're, so it used to be, I think that by the time your kids were grown and out of the house, your parents needed care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like, no, your kids are still kind in of little house. and in the house, but your parents still need care. Absolutely. It, that also, I think was interesting to me because the whole idea, I mean, the whole, you know, um, idea that we were also in this strange situation when it came to COVID, right? Like, yes. so, you know, you have elderly people in the house and then you have kids in the house who are, you know, sometimes very gross. They don't understand, <laughs> like they don't understand germs no, and like don't. bacteria and stuff. Right. So, you know, how do you, it's like the juxtaposition of like keeping both of them safe. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. so it was, uh, so yeah, it was a really interesting article and I'm just, I was just curious about again, just how people feel about that. And it brought me to this place of like thinking about how, you know, especially like ethnic parents have this like reliance, yes. right? On their kids. Like you owe me, Absolutely. you know, I, yeah. bor I born you, as I said, I born you. And now you are to care for me. Right. I'm very, very lucky that my mom, whose mother was everyone's caretaker. My grandmother um, on my mom's side took care of her in-laws took care of her parents, took care of her husband as he grew ill and passed, took care of a son who has some developmental disabilities. So he still needs care, um, even though she's gone and spent her whole adult life as a caretaker. And I think as a result of that, my mom has said to me from when I was very young, don't you dare, which is very, opposite of a traditional Puerto Rican perspective. Right. Um, she has been very clear that she does not want us, because I do have a brother, um, to bear the burden of her care. Do you do you feel that way about your children? Like, do you feel like you're passing? <laughs> I feel like it's like a story. Can you pass on those savings <laughs> to the kids? Like, do you feel that way about your children or do you feel differently? I, I feel largely the same way. You know, my hope is that I will be able to care for myself as long as I possibly can, and that then they will make compassionate choices to get me the care that I need. Right. And the care that they can help me access. Right. I feel like it's their choice. If one of them wants to take me on and care for me, so be it. Right. If they're unable to do that, and they put me in a home, hopefully they will find me the best home that they can and put me there and, and visit me and, and help make sure that there's a presence. Right. Um, a family presence coming into the home. You ever think about what the home is gonna be like for our generation? Like, you know how like, yes. you know how like there's a lot of Sinatra going on with the homes right now? Like, is, yes. it, is it all gonna be like 
Biggie Smalls and Spice Girls. <laughs> in the, you know what I'm saying? Like in 40 yes. years, is it is like class, the classic music going to be like, you know, a bunch of 80 year olds singing Backstreet Boy songs? Probably. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> yes. It's like gonna be, and I also feel like it's just gonna be a different scene because, again, we talked about it when we were talking about our 40s, sort of, that there's a vibrancy that I think people are encouraged to have right. at older ages that right. perhaps wasn't encouraged in the same way in the past. That's true. So I wonder if our that's nursing true. homes are gonna be kicking a little bit more. That's, I don't know. That's true. You know, I do. There's something to be said about where we are right now as a, as a society and really kind of not just, I mean, don't get me wrong, we're pushing youth hard. Like there's yes. a lot of Botox up in these faces, <laughs> but, but we're also just pushing like a, a youthful, you know, attitude and like youthful living and health and all of this stuff. You know that I definitely am not partaking in. <laughs> I am trying. I am trying so hard. It's not happening. To get on that longevity train. With it is some not. I had like like a, an unreasonable amount of rich crap or crackers with like spray cheese today. So I'm, <laughs> I will be dead before most of you. But listen, we all have those moments of weakness. <laughs> but I think. But I think that it just again, it just kind of kind of got me thinking about like the plan, right? Like what's the plan? And I don't I don't have one and I don't need to have one hopefully for a long time. But it's I there are there is something to be said for people that are like young forties and like old forties or yes. you know, young. So like my grandma is a very young eighty something. <laughs> Your grandma is definitely a very young eighty something. She's a very young eighty something. Um, but you know, on the flip side, I know very old 70 something, you know what I mean? That just like, they, they really have just, I don't want to say given up, but no. like given up on the idea that there's any more life to live, you know yes. what I mean? And so, and I, I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's like a, just a personality thing. Cause like I said, I was an old kid, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not, I don't know that I'm necessarily young like I have my cranky, like I love going to bed at 8.30. You know what I mean? Like I still, so am I going to be one of these like old people prematurely? Are you going to be a Maybe. Maybe. Are you going to be ringing people's doorbells when they have packages <laughs> to let them know? Sorry, I hope, folks. I hope not. You know what? We're going to have a whole episode on talking shit about our neighbors, okay? In sweatpants. That's How a about that? whole separate Episode. You guys, it's going to be called Shit Talking Your Neighbors in Sweatpants. That's what it's going to be called. Actually, I feel like that's going to be gin in sweatpants. Like, we Probably. need we need the strong stuff for that one. Um, so, you know, but our I neighborhood, do. prepare yourselves. Be nice to us. Because yes. we have a we have a podcast, motherfuckers. We have things to say. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, um, you know, I do, I wonder, am I going to be the lively old quote-unquote woman yeah. who's you know trying new things and and experimenting with life and still vibrant or is you know is my herniated disc and spinal stenosis my, in my spine gonna cause problems and make me crotchety no i think you're gonna be a vibrant i feel like i can see it in other people like i feel like you're gonna be a vibrant old lady i feel like my best friend is gonna be like my grandma like she's just gonna be like kicking it to like young okay. dudes in their 20s until she's like 100. Like she's it. just, she's vibrant. Some people just like have the magic, you know what I mean? Of like eternal youth. And it's a it's a spiritual thing. Like it's not even so. like a, you're born either, you know, maybe it's Maybelline, you either have it or you don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 
And I think she was born with it, but my grandma definitely has has it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have it. I don't my, know where I stand with it. My dad's mom definitely had it. I say had because even though she's still alive, her dementia has now progressed to a point where I, she doesn't know what she has anymore. Right. But up until that got pretty bad, grandma was out and about. Kicking. Yes, yeah. 100%. And to be honest, I do think the pandemic and having to be shut in more um, may have helped contributed to like the advanced dementia advancing more dementia advancing more yeah Yeah. i don't know if that's a scientific thing yeah but i do feel like if i think about her before and her during and after there's definitely a difference interesting um yeah but also who knows maybe that just would have happened yeah um but you know she is living with some of her children i have an aunt and an uncle who live with her and they care for her yeah neither one of them have kids so they're not exactly sandwiched um but they are adults who are caretaking their mother yeah and it's um, i don't i don't know where i where i stand on this so i know my mom like wants no part of it right she has made it clear like i never want to live with you ever ever and i'm like okay bitch well i don't want to live with you either (laughs) so um, so we've, we've got an understanding there and we love each other, but you know, it, it's a very clear, like, no yes. from her, but I don't, I think for me, I'm, I'm about my space, right? So if I had like a family compound, you know what I mean? Where I could have like, you know, I do a, older people like on the property and I yeah. could check in on them and stuff like that. Like, I feel like I'd be good with that. I am a, I'm a caretaker by nature, but I feel the same way, but I also, I, but I'm not, especially in like my current living in my home right now the way yeah. it's situated I'm not I'm not on board with that I'm not and I and I don't think it's necessarily my responsibility either I don't I really do think that people should have a plan if it works out in such a way to your point exactly. that you know you can have you know a living situation that is uh, agreeable right yes, to, to your parties. to your child and to yourself and it works out that way then I think it should be that way because yes. I I do think that people kind of do best with their families, yeah. especially as they like advance in age. I agree. I think unless there's a significant medical issue or a, a, a mental issue like dementia, I think people definitely do better with their families as long as there's a loving, a healthy relationship there. Um, I see it with- Very um, important point. Yeah. Loving, healthy relationship there. there. Has, yeah. Because yeah. if you don't have that, then yeah. just, just don't bother. Yeah. Call no. them I mean, people forget like the value of mutual respect and admiration, yes. right? Because I've I've had friends who, you know, have had like really terrible, you know, relationships with their parents and just still felt this like, I have to do this. And it's yes. like, but you don't, you really don't. You do not need to be, no matter who they are, you do not need to be around people that disrespect you and, you know, are not kind yeah. to you. Like you don't. You 100% do not. So. It's, it, oh my gosh. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with you because I have two friends, um, each of whom were sandwiched. And one of them, um, her parents live with her, but they have an apartment above her garage. Right. Perfect. And so they have their personal space and they kind of set up boundaries and they're having a really successful go at it right she's there to help her parents when they need her they help her when she needs them but they have their separate space and they are cohabiting really well nice you know my kids and i went to see them and my kids wound up calling them grandma and grandpa you know while we were there 
Um, on the flip side is this other friend of mine who was also sandwiched. Her mom passed away um, not long ago, but her relationship with her mom grew contentious because she moved away and was still trying to care for, for her from a distance as well as she could. Her mom still had some independence, but there was a lot of passive aggressiveness right. that grew into the relationship. And I think a lot of it was already there, um, but that started to intensify. And so she's trying to you know, take care of her parent from a distance and live up to the expectations of her parent, failing no matter what she did pretty much, eventually did move her up with her and into a home. Right. Um, again, because of a health situation there. Um, you know, it was a combination of vision problems and dementia. And then was parent, you know, was sort of caring for her parent. I call it parenting your parent. Yeah, that's um, what you're how doing. I think of it. Yeah, you're parenting your parents, sure. There in the home, and then COVID hit, and that got more complicated. And it was like she wasn't going to win no matter what she did. Right. Because there was so much resentment yeah. from when she moved. And right. so that's so sad. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it can be so different. Yeah, I've got a, I mean, I've got a mixed bag in my family, right? So I've, you know, I have a, a very like close aunt and uncle who, are very independent, like love their children, love their family. They come up and visit all the time, but have always kind of maintained their independence. And also just like are really young for their age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they live in Florida, they live in like a 55 and older community and they're just like young, fun people. And yeah. like, they're not slowing down anytime soon. So, you know, they've they've got, you know, their, they've, they've established, you know, boundaries with their kids and, you know, where, where they stand and where they stay and stuff like that. And it's all fine. And then on the flip side, I have members of my family whose, you know, parents live down the street and like, they like it and it's always worked for them. They need to have their parents close and, you know, they're keeping an eye on their parents, but they're also raising their kids. So yes. it works out because like the kids get to know grandma and grandpa really well. And like, you know, we're very used to them, but I do, you know, I was like reading this article and just like feeling for people that like, are just, as you said, raising both, right? Yes. They're in this situation where like their parents have, are really advanced age, but like their yeah. kids are really, really young. And so they're just in this struggle of like, struggle. you know, constantly like raising someone, tending to someone. And it's a lot just to kind of raise a child, but you know, having to tend to, yeah. you know, an elderly parent is also a challenge. So it was an interesting perspective. And, it and I just like, I just thought, yeah, I'd get other people's other people's opinion on it. I feel like even though I'm not in that sandwich per se, I do have an adult family member for whom I do help care at times. Um, they have a lot of health issues. They, they're independent, but have health issues that sometimes require help. And I feel like boundaries, you said it when you were talking yeah. about the family members boundaries. that you have, I, I feel like boundaries and knowing when to walk away and take care of yourself. Yeah and building that in, sure. I, I feel like that has got to be essential. Yeah. And, and I want to try to keep that in the forefront of my mind because my parents live, what, seven minutes away. Sure. And as they age and I start helping them more, which I know is going to happen, um, boundaries and, and perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think about like my parents and their aging friends too, right? Because though I have friends who are not there yet in terms of being sandwiched, yeah. right? Like, you know, I, I remember 
their parents at a younger age. I remember the younger versions of their parents yes. and kind of to see the change start to happen, you know, is interesting. And I, and it's interesting because like, it's, it's definitely, it has nothing to do with me, but I worry about them and I Absolutely. worry about, you know, their mental health and their, you know, their, their being in this sandwich situation. Right. And yeah. so, um, you know, everybody loves a good sandwich, but this is a tough one. It is so, a tough one. So I just, you know, sorry to keep it so heavy. Sorry it was so heavy today. Listen, we promised everyone we're going to keep it real, and that's what we've done. This I is guess. a real topic. But yes. I, I would love to see what you all have to say. You know, our whole eight listeners now, ten <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, what do you have to say about someone about reached this? out to me? I, I was so touched. I like I was like acknowledged that I you know I'm, I had contact with one of our eight listeners, so I was really happy about that. But we did keep it real um, and very light because I didn't have a bronze. So there you go. It worked out really well. Um, I don't know where I was going with this, but it was just something that I read that I found interesting, and I hope that other people found it interesting, and I hope that other people start to have those conversations with them, their parents and their spouses. And, you know, and uh, I hope everyone's doing okay out there with this. If you're in this situation, if you're in a sandwich, I hope you're happy and you're healthy and you have the right boundaries and, you know, you're and doing you the... have your own support network. Absolutely. At the very least, you have Melinda and I. Yes. So we just know out. that. Yeah. Let us know how it's going. Absolutely. And, and if it's not going well and you're a lady, just take off your bra. It'll help. And maybe drink some champagne in or scamping in your sweatpants and think of us. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next Sunday as usual. See you next Sunday. Bye.